Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Autumn Outlaw with an original Outlaw podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. When I originally started this podcast, I wanted to make sure that I had women who are doing really great things on the podcast to talk about how they can help with friends and family and just really engage with people and, and let them know about their stories and how they've overcome things or how they've helped other people. So my next guest falls into line with us perfectly. I'm so glad to have John Jaquees. Did I say that correctly? Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> go ahead and say it the right way. Jaquees. Jaquees. There we go. Dawn Jaquees on the show today. So thank you so much, Dawn, for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. I want to hear a little bit about you and your family. Um, before we dig in too deep into your story about Seven Stitches, if that's okay, tell me a little bit about where you grew up and, and your family. Okay, well, I'm Dawn Jaquise, as you said. Um, I actually grew up in West Texas, um, here just West the other side comma. of my West Coma, Texas. <laughs> West Coma, Texas, absolutely. That's how we said it growing up, too. Um, and we would always say, we're about five minutes from Tokyo, just to confuse people. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I grew up there. I went to school there from the time I actually went to Ross, this is telling my age, um, when it was still an elementary school. Wow. I went there at, in kindergarten. That was the very last year it was an elementary school. Wow. And then they consolidated with West. And so then I went to West. Um, and then I was back at Ross at the middle school. And I was there the very last year they were in middle school before they built the new middle wow. school in West. They couldn't do any better. They had to close <laughs> yeah, things down right. when you got done. That's awesome. So it was a great group of kids I went to school with. And then I actually, our house burned down when I was a oh, sophomore. Wow. Well, when I was eight. And then again, when I was a sophomore. And we wow. moved into the Conley School District. So I, I actually graduated from Conley. Okay. So not West. But I'm still, actually have... Probably more. For, I mean, I grew up with a lot of the people in West, so I have a lot of people there um, that I'm friends with. So deep roots all around the Waco area then. I really don't have a lot of relatives around here. No, just, okay. no, just my my dad, who is still here, and my brother and sister. And that's kind of it. Everybody that's else has passed on or moved on. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so over the years uh, since graduating high school, you've lived all over the place. So talk about how um, how that's happened. You were uh, married into a military, military man and, and went all over the Sounds like I didn't actually marry into the military. I was in the military myself. Oh, okay. I uh, um, we uh, um, let's see. Well, I went to college. I I went to college. I came back. I was working as a caseworker at MHMR, and then I joined the military. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah, little things that I <laughs> neat. And so I was in, and I met my husband at tra in training in at NTC in California. And my, I was in a little surgical detachment. I was a medic, and our detachment was attached to his company. And so we met out in the field. And I don't know if you know any. It's like going camping with no showers. It's oh. just really gross. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so I met him there in California, and we started dating. That he got orders to Hawaii, and so we were like, "Let's get married!" Oh wow! <laughs> so we got married, and and there we went. And so we were both active duty at still in Hawaii. And I got my master's degree while we were there in wow. counseling. And he had gotten out. He was an x-ray tech and got his commission and came back in. So we, I was working. He was out and went to school while we were there. And I went to school at the same time getting my master's. And then when I graduated, 
and he graduated at the same time I got out and he came back in. Oh, wow. So we just swapped positions again. <laughs> Very neat. And so since then, y'all have five children and have, and have lived all over the place. Tell us a little bit about kind of that path and how that all, you know, has worked together. Well, we went from Hawaii. We moved back to um, Texas. We came back to Fort Hood, um, which is where we were stationed when we we were at in NTC, but we were stationed at Fort Hood gotcha. and then got married and went to Hawaii, came back to Fort Hood. Um, and uh, I worked... Um, I got my teaching certification, and I started teaching in Lampasas, and um, we had our first two kids there, and um, that my oldest is 17 now, but we had our first two kids there. We got orders to Germany, and so I had to leave teaching, mm-hmm. and, and so we went there, and so that was the first time in my life since I was about 11 that I hadn't had a job. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't working outside of the home, so it was very different to me. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, so um, we were in Germany. And um, we got pregnant with our third, that we had had multiple miscarriages after, mm-hmm. well, yeah, between the first two and then after the second before the third one. And so I was, I stayed home and she wound up being, and I was homeschooling our oldest at the time. And our second one went to a German kindergarten. Oh, and wow. <laughs> I had, I had the third prematurely. We had gone to Italy the week before and walked and walked and walked, came back and I went into preterm labor. Oh, wow. <laughs> And so we had her, and and uh, she was about six and a half weeks early, goodness, in Germany. And um, so then, you know, I'm home with a premature baby, <laughs> and I was we finished up homeschooling, kind of stopped that school year early, <laughs> and um, so then, you know, and then we put Emma back in school because I didn't know what all the preterm baby, you know, would entail, mm-hmm. how much more work she would be. So we put Emma back in public school, and Aaliyah still went to um, German kindergarten. And so my, and I, so it's just me and the baby at home. And that was kind of new to me too, because they don't do much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so my husband bought me a sewing machine. Um, I had no idea how to sew. He bought me a sewing machine and said, you, you know, I had mentioned before my grandmother sewed while I was growing up and I wish I had, that she had taught me and, uh, cause she had just passed away oh. before I had Avery. And, um, anyway, so he's like, here you go, teach yourself. And so, but he had to teach me how to thread it and how to turn it on because I had no clue. So he did? He knew he, how to turn it on? He knew how to turn it on and thread it. Oh, wow. He knows all that stuff. Oh. He's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that he was able to help with that too. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I just started kind of making baby blankets and I, I love Minky. I actually taught myself how to sew with Minky and not just regular cotton fabric. Mm-hmm. So some of it fell apart. <laughs> it's hard. It, <laughs> it is. is. It's a different kind of you fabric. Know, you have to pin and pin and pin because it slides mm-hmm. and it gets all off. And so I had another friend who had a baby at the same time that I did. She, she was actually due six weeks before me. But then since I had one early, mine was six weeks older than hers. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, so um, I was making, ba- you know, baby gifts for her. And I just thought it was really fun. And I thought, well, I can try some craft shows. And, you know, once I figured out how it not to fall apart. <laughs> So I did some craft shows, and it was just a lot of fun. And so that progressed into other things. And what kind of made you decide to kind of look at other products that you would make? Um, well, we um, went from Germany to, um, where were we, El Paso. Went to El Paso then. And so then at that point, I had I was pregnant with our fourth child and had him in El Paso. So we had a 17-month-old and then a newborn with the two older girls that we did put in public school there. And um, so you know, with four kids and things get a little tighter, you know, mm-hmm. just for fun things. I'd seen this um, seatbelt pillow. I thought, well, that looks neat. I'm going to try to make one of those. And I made it just how I saw it, just for my kids. And I thought, I don't like that. 
<laughs> so you found it, a pattern and it just didn't work out well. You wanted something different. I make my own patterns. Oh, yeah. Great. I don't. I don't know how to sew with a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, yeah, I, I did it how I saw it, and I thought it's just too small. It doesn't. It doesn't quite do. I mean, what's the point? It mm-hmm. was like a noodle. <laughs> Mm. like a swim noodle was about the size of it. So I kind of tweaked it and made it bigger and, and more comfortable and then thought, ah, this is awesome. And so I thought, I'm going to try to open an Etsy shop and see if these will sell because they weren't falling apart. So. <laughs> and so it was for in the car because the kids are going somewhere. The kids could lean the seatbelt. Yes, absolutely. And they could take a nap and not like fall. Or it would just give a little support. Or was it more of a cushion for the seatbelt on the, their shoulders? No, it's an actual pillow that a pillow. has okay. a strap on it that attaches to the seatbelt. And it just sits on top of the seatbelt. Okay. And then so, yeah, it's this pillow. So if you fall asleep, your pillow doesn't fall to the floor. Oh. It's still there. And then your head's it, not bobbing all over. Yes. Oh, okay, great, great. So. Good, and the kids used them. Y'all sound like you traveled quite a bit. I mean, in El Paso, driving even back to Central Texas, that's a... It's a long drive. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So they used them. Yes, so they used them. I use them because, you know, I always make my husband drive. (laughs) (laughs) And And so you started selling them on Etsy. I did. I put them on Etsy. I think I I opened my shop on September 26th. I remember that because it was my dad's birthday. So, and within a week, I I was making sales. I mean, I wasn't breaking the bank, but, you know, I was, I was pretty excited when a sale would come through and I'd go, oh my gosh, you know, especially being a new shop. And how many years ago was this? That was in, let's see, my son was born in 11, so 12. So it's probably kind of the earlier time of Etsy and people yes. kind of, or really excited. I think it was only about things. four years old or so Great. at the time. Yeah. Hello, I'm Ann Harder. Central Texas Living has found a new home on the Rogue Media Network in a podcast. Join me each week as I talk to a new guest from our community that you may know or have always wanted to. We'll talk about exciting events, progress, changes in our little part of the world, and much more. And if you've got people you'd love to hear from on the podcast, just drop me a line at ann at roguemedianetwork.com. The show you've loved over the years on television is now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today and we'll see you next time on Central Texas Living. And so you made some other products too, but you had kind of a little bit of a journey that led you to looking at different kinds of products. I did. I had a customer who contacted me um, about the seatbelt pillows and he was telling me that he had a friend who was going through breast reconstruction surgery and that he loved the seatbelt pillows but they were a little thicker than what he was what he was wanting for his friend they wanted something to go on the body side of the seatbelt to kind of protect her so she could still wear a seatbelt but to it not to put so much pressure on her on her chest Mm -hmm. and so he asked if I could design something because he really liked my style and you know I was you know still new to sewing I thought well no, I can try and uh-huh. see what I can do. And um, so then I, I designed this pillow to go on the body side of the seatbelt. And I made it to where it was no thicker than a winter's coat because I didn't want it to interfere with the functionality of the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And um, and still be really flexible. And just because it's an intimate area of your body, I, you know, everything has to be washable. I have five kids. Everything has to be washable. Right. <laughs> I have three and I feel yes. the same way. So I can only imagine. Yes, I get that. So, um, so anyway, I, I made it and he loved it and bought it and... We got orders to South Korea. So I never listed them on Etsy. (laughs) And within that time frame, because we got orders to South Korea, and right about the same time, my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Mm. And so, yeah, that was was really tough. Um, So I didn't really, at that point, 
do anything else with it because once we got to South Korea, you can't use the military post office as a business. Mm -hmm. Even though you're sent there because of the military, you have to use the civilian post offices. Just to send a letter from South Korea to the States was $19. Oh, wow. So um, I kept my big travel pillows on Etsy, but I never listed the, the other ones that I designed because I thought nobody's going to pay, you know, for a small product, nobody's going to pay. And it was $26 to ship a pillow. Wow. <laughs> nobody's going to pay that. So what I did is I listed the large pillows and I just ate about half of the shipping cost mm-hmm. and considered it advertising. I, cause I didn't want to close my shop. It just brought me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. And well, so it was for a really good cause too. You're helping people who needed to have that after um, a surgery or after something that well, needed to have. I wasn't products. selling those yet. Oh, you were? No, it was just I just kept the big okay. ones. Okay. So as soon as we came back from South Korea, cause we were there two years, I thought, you know what? I'm going to list the other ones that I had been making. And at, when we came back, my mom was showing me her port her chemo port that she had, and it kind of stuck up above her skin like mm-hmm. it's this knot, and it's it lays right where the seatbelt is. I'm talking with my hands like everybody can <laughs> see me. And so it lays right where the seatbelt is. And so I thought, you don't need this big one, you know, that's a little bulkier. I mean, they're not bulky by any means, but um, I said, let me make something smaller. And she was kind of my guinea pig. I would try stuff out on her. And so I made it. I made a small one for her because she had that chemo port. And about the same time, the man who designed my logo excuse me, was diagnosed with um, colon cancer. Oh, wow. And so um, he had to wear, like, when he got his infusions, they went on for multiple days or a week. I don't I don't know. The, but he always had a needle in his port. Mm. And so I gave him one to wear because that needle constantly oh, right sure. where the seatbelt was sensitive. very painful. Mm-hmm. And so they are the two that inspired me to design the smaller chemo port um, one. Wow, and so then you sent your back in the states, and y'all lived in Central Texas. Then when you came back from South Korea, is that right? Or? Well, I did. Me and the kids, we lived with my mom and dad, um, and my husband was in Kuwait. Okay. For a year. Okay. So, and then he went from there to Alabama, and then we went to South Carolina, and then he came to South Carolina. Y'all have been all over. That's <laughs> yes. incredible. You have, I bet you have some amazing stories. And probably had some amazing food along the way, we too. Have, we whole have. Different, whole different story, <laughs> but different a little segment. But so you're back at, on the, in the States and really started doing more with your business and Absolutely. selling more of the pillows. And, and then your mom and, and your friend inspired you to do a different type of product. And so then that kind of, you're able to provide the pillows for those who had breast um, surgeries and things. And you offered other, other pillows and other things, too, to help support. People. I have, and it's all been through customer um, suggestions, customer needs. You know, nothing is ever solely my idea. Like, I'll have, you know, a customer go, well, do you think you can make something with a pocket? And so I'd go, well, I can try. We'll see what happens. And so, you know, I would kind of contact them and discuss it with them and see what they wanted. And, you know, it, if it revolves around the pillow, I'll try it. Because I don't know why I like making pillows yeah. so much. <laughs> Well, it's, it, there's such a mission behind it, and that's what I think is so important. I was looking at, at your Facebook page, and you make pillows for mastectomy um, um, patients. Um, you did the seatbelt pillows that you mentioned, heart surgery pillows, cancer recovery gifts, kidney transplant uh, transplant pillows, chemotherapy seatbelt padding, and mastectomy drain bag. So, I mean, that has grown so much it just has. beyond what you where you kind of started. And so, um, and I know that you're on your website, you have comfort for the ones you love most. And so I know that it's the pillow is a comforting thing. You think about laying your pill, your head down on the pillow and how soft and comforting it is. And so uh, I can see how all those come together. So that's, that's so great. So you were able to be here with your mom when she was going through her cancer treatments whenever you were uh, first back in, in the Central Texas area. Yes, yeah, she had already had it for um, about two years. And um, 
and they were able to come to South Korea and visit. With, oh, wow. And they got to go. One of her, her bucket list wishes had always been to go to Japan. And so they were able to visit Japan, she and my dad. So they were excited about that. Um, so, I mean, she, yes, we got to live with them. The kids and I lived with my parents for about nine months before we moved to South Carolina. And then we were there and um, we would travel. They would come up there and see us and we would come down here. And, I mean, she was such an inspiration. She didn't, <laughs> she never let it get her down. They square dance up until probably the last five months. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, just, she was so active and just, just always on the go and just never let it get her down. That's great. That's great that you're able to, to help in little ways. I mean, you're there as a daughter also, but to create a product to help her and to know you're helping other people too. That's, that's incredible. So she raised amazing daughters. That's, well, she that's was awesome. always so proud of it. And that, yeah. I mean, that was really important to me and you know, she's what kept me going her and my husband's support. I mean, he's just always there and make sure he lost his dad to lung cancer. Mm -hmm. And so obviously I wasn't making anything like this back then, but you know, we're, but we've both been touched. You know, my grandmother also had breast cancer. And uh, so, you know, I, I've not, I don't have, you know, cancer and I'm, you know, don't want anybody to think I'm an expert on the field, in the field. I am not in any way, shape or form. I just have a heart for the people who have to go through it. <laughs> well, and I also heard that you are doing more, like you're, you're able to work with different organizations and they're purchasing those in bulk to be, to provide to people who are going through things. So I know there's two different um, hospitals, I believe, that purchase some from you. Tell me about that too. I, well, when we were in South Carolina, I had um, a, a, a breast health nurse contact me and asked me if I could make some of the U-shaped underarm pillows and for lumpectomy patients and stuff. And um, she said that they had had a uh, volunteer group donate money. And so she was looking um, to source, you know, some pillows and things for their hospital. And so she purchased 50 of the underarm pillows from me. Wow. And I think she had talked to several different people. And, and I actually, I told her, I said, hey, can I just give you a call instead of emailing? I just like that. I like the contact. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it doesn't always happen when you have an online business. Right. And uh, so I gave her, she's like, you're the only person who actually said, can I talk to you? Well, <laughs> wow. Can we talk about what it is you want? You know, and so I really wanted to kind of fill out her design. I sent her some, it wasn't something I already made. And so I sent her some, some prototypes and she kind of said, oh, can you make it, you know, maybe a little wider and, and, you know, for larger women, that type of thing. And so we worked together on the design. That's so neat. That's and then, awesome. And then another hospital that, back in October, hospital in South Carolina. <laughs> I, honestly, I thought it was a scam. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got this email through my website, this message. And he said, you know, that they had money to purchase 100 of the My Breast Friends. You know, how much would they be and how long would it take me to get them? And did I take any other payment besides credit card? I thought, well, I mean, I guess I could take a... <laughs> you know, a check. And, um, and I said, you know, but I won't, I won't even start making them until the check is clear, that mm -hmm. type of thing. And, mm -hmm. and I said, you know, and he was like, and since it was a car cardiac ICU unit, um, we went with just a solid gray so it could go for men or women. And I honestly, I, mean, I thought, oh, we'll see what happens. So we talked. Well, a week later, I had a check in the mail. I oh, was wow. like, oh, my gosh, he was serious. <laughs> I mean, I had, sent, I had sent him my, you know, tax form uh -huh. and, you know, just show him. And uh, so I I wasn't really sure because it was all email communication, you know. And so I was, I got the money. I made the pillows and sent them to him about five weeks later. And 
And that was it. That was, <laughs> that was so simple. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So that people here have heard about what you're doing and want to provide those for their patients and, and do that. Tell us about the name of Seven Stitches. Where'd that come from? Seven Stitches Boutique. Um, seven Stitches. Seven is the number of people in my family. It's oh. five kids, my husband and myself. Mm-hmm. And they're the stitches that hold my life together. Oh. You know, and that's kind of, like I said, the logo was created. And it was, you know, my brainchild. I was like, oh, I just want, I want the letters to be us. So each of the letters, well, exception not the S, but all the, the titches part <laughs> are each member of my family. There's cool. my husband, and then it's actually my daughter is in between us, and then me, my husband, and I are the T's, and then all the other kids. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's and so, so that's, and the man that drew my logo was the one that I was telling you that um, I had colon cancer. Yeah, wow. So. Oh, neat. And so tell people where they can find out more. And you're on Facebook. That's where I was able to read about your story and kind of find out more. But tell us where, like, where to find you exactly everywhere online. I, I have a, a website, sevenstitchesboutique.com. Um, excuse me. I also have um, an Etsy page, an Etsy shop. Also, Seven Stitches Boutique. I've tried to keep it the same across the board. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. Okay. And I'm and also Facebook and Pinterest. Great. And then is there anything else that you want to add that I didn't get a chance to ask you about? I think that I think we covered it all. I can't think of anything else that that we've missed. Yeah, people can go online; they can see the products, and, and I have one in my hand right now. I know y'all can't see me, but um, it's so squishy and, and cushioning, and, and uh, I know people really love this. It's something that I'm sure helps them feel so much better. It's very comforting. And you mentioned earlier, I think before we were recording, the kind of uh, fiber you use inside is a different kind of uh, foam. Right. Yeah. I just I use a shredded foam instead of the the polyfill because it doesn't clump. And um, it's it's completely washable. You can throw the whole piece into the washer and the dryer, and it just fluffs it up, makes it a little fluffier and softer, and, and go. That's great. <laughs> well, and you said earlier on you take you've taken custom orders. So if someone has an idea of something they want that may help a patient, you can kind of tweak it to fit what fits their need or their body. I, I too, so. definitely do that. I, of course, I have to be a little more cautious of how much time it takes mm-hmm. to actually design something new. Just what the I mean, business has slowed down with everything that's gone on lately, of course, um, and it's starting to pick back up again. But, yeah, I, I definitely will. I, everything is done through customer interaction, through customer wishes and needs and, and all. Well, I love that. You built a really great business. It's, again, mission-driven, and then it's really helping people. And so I just been all of all the things that you're doing. It's really, really great. Uh, thank you so much for being on today. We appreciate it. Be sure you check out Seven Stitches Boutique online. Um, and again, also check out Rogue Media Network for other great podcasts. There's about 17 different ones you can choose from uh, that are floating around out there. So be sure you check them out. And you can find out more at anoriginaloutlaw.com and on Facebook. Thanks so much for being on today. Be safe and be kind. Have a good day. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.